Brother, brother, we don't have to speak much. Wait, I wasn't ready. Can we start again? Okay, start yeah. again. Oh, okay. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> brother, brother, we don't speak much. Brother, brother, we've been through a lot. Inside of us, we know, we know. It's been a while ago, a long, sad, happy road, brother, brother. <laughs> All right, I think you were too soft there. You need, you know. I'm trying to be soft because I can't sing, bro. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you should be out there, you know. You can't. Nah, uh, That's the best. You shouldn't be, you know, uh, hiding. The, the lyrics is what is important, you know. You That's can't hide I'm your voice. You need to put uh, it out there. You nah. need to sing. <laughs> You need to find your voice. You need to. Okay. Are you saying I must do it again? You know when? No, I'm just saying. You know when they say uh, that little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. No, nah, that's your voice. That's someone else's voice. <laughs> <laughs> they can let their light shine. I don't have a light, bro. I have like. Well, that's solar panels or something. Putting yourself down. <laughs> nah, that's light. I'm better. <laughs> I have solar panels. Yeah, even solar power still make light. Listen, those. Yeah, but uh, the way they make light and the process and things is different. Hey, bro, what do you want from me? All right. <laughs> Hello, hi, welcome. The show's name is Politics. Hola. <laughs> I'm not the one who calls it politics, so you right. should say that. Although, then why did you say? Why did you say although? Because I'm the one who's saying although. Like I pause, you know, I'm breaking up your thought. Just although like I call it politics, yeah. and the title of this episode is. The, the Iron, Iron Claw. Claw. My name is Presh. My name is Dill. And I don't have much cleanup from last week. Uh, I think it was a perfect episode. Oh, I love it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just joking. I, <laughs> I just didn't write down anything, so you know. That's I even better. Although uh, you were seeming, I think you were saying something about like we need to put somebody who doesn't want to be president. As president, yes, and I totally disagree with no, that. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Sorry, I didn't say exactly like that. I didn't intend to say that either. You know, yeah, I was just saying you should just vote for people, and if the person wants to be president, they'll put in more effort to gather more votes. Mm-hmm. And if you happen to prank like your friend and <laughs> like no. you get 20 people to vote for him and somehow by some God's Again, grace that nobody else in yes, the country has the, more than 20 votes the point then you'll be the president the point you're trying to make is somebody with no experience in government right yeah because sure. they don't have any preconceived notions of yes of like what government is so they yes. can look at it with a fresh perspective yes but and also address the problems in government with a fresh perspective that's fair enough but I respectfully disagree right <laughs> okay i think you have to have a good idea of government to identify the gaps you know where something is wrong so it can't be somebody new it has to be somebody who's you know in yes. the yes and you'll have someone like that for example if all my friends voted for me i don't know anything about politics so obviously i need to ask someone yeah, about it but so obviously as a new person i have to find someone who i can trust yes. to give me this information because at the end of the day any 
president has advisors. Yeah, but and how you is need that? to also vet your advisors. Mm. So I don't want to be stepping into this situation and then they're like, yo, these are your advisors. They're going to tell you how to do things. I don't know these people. I want to feel independent. So when I come in, I want to come in, you know, feel like I can bring my own team if I can see my own people. Yeah. That'll make me feel better. That's just a hypothetical. All right. But I understand if you disagree, that was just a fun idea. All right. All right. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> I'd vote for you, though, you know. And oh. I'd get all my friends to vote for you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm not running for anything. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Maybe fine. like uh, my new exercise routine, I could do some running. But <laughs> for office, no. Nice. <laughs> so the news for the week. Oh, yeah. So last week we spoke about Pedro Pascal being uh, yes. cast as Mr. Fantastic. I love that guy. This week the entire Fantastic Four Aye. has now been cast. It was Confirmed. actually it was released on Valentine's Day. Aye. They put out this like really nice picture huh? of the four of them, and uh, there's a very '60s kind of aesthetic. Oh yeah. And uh, the idea that people are having is that it's possibly set in the '60s. Oh. And okay. Yeah, I was thinking that like, you know, they're lost in space, oh. and then they arrive back on Earth, and it's been sixty years, and it's yeah. the twenty twenties now, uh. right? Uh, but they have an age; they're uh. the same age. Uh. So that's what I thought. Uh, so yes, to get into it, Vanessa Kir- Kirby from the two latest Mission Impossible movies, she's oh, yeah. going to be the Invisible Woman. Like have you seen that? Those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Tom. Oh, Tommy. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but, but what about her in the movies? Yes, 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 I yes. Recall and have you seen Napoleon? Um, Napoleon Bonaparte, Napoleon yes, the, Dynamite, the new or? movie, <laughs> <laughs> the new movie by Ridley no, Scott. No, but I think uh, I know that guy, the 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 man who's acting in it, Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. Oh, is it? Is it the Phoenix? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Okay. But yes, she's. I think she's a very good actress. I mm. think this is good casting. Um, then we have Joseph Quinn. Do you know uh, he plays Eddie on Stranger Things? Have you heard of this guy? Yes, yes, yes. He's the guy with the like long hair. And he's, yes, uh, of he's, course, he's the Playboy. That's how he's friends with the the chap with no teeth. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know the guy you're talking about because if I'm just imagining the Human Torch, yeah, that fits the description. Well, the the Human Torch is like. You, you know the early 2000s uh, Fantastic Four movies? Yeah, yeah. With Chris Evans? Yeah, yeah. Chris Evans is like kind of perfect casting. Yeah. He's, he's like yeah. a handsome, cocky guy. Yeah. This Joseph Quinn guy, a lot of people are saying, oh, he's not really that good looking. Oh. And they're just slamming this guy's looks, bro. Oh, <laughs> so, you know... Uh, well, if I've learned anything, especially from this movie, if you give actors enough time, they can get jacked for a role, no problem. Yeah. Huh? Well, I don't so, think it's about being jacked. I mm. think it's about, like, prettiness. Well, yeah, you know? they'll change their looks. You know, right, when I say right. jacked, I just mean that they can change their whole appearance. Because one minute, uh, what's that guy? Christian Bell was looking oh, like yeah. a, <laughs> you <laughs> know, like gaunt and hollow, and, yo, and then he ripped for Batman. You In know, fact, he got uh, too big for Batman. He had to, you know, nah, whatever, bro. <laughs> Still, he was able to change his facial appearance Fair as enough. well. So, but yeah, Fair enough. That, but that sounds cool. That being said, not everyone is as committed as Christian Bale, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, these new upcoming actors, I'd expect a, a little bit of gusto yeah. from these fellas trying to get into the industry. You Fair know? enough. 
Yeah. yeah and no. what about uh, the thing? Yeah, the thing. So <laughs> yeah, I even forgot that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> he was just breaking cups, brick man, open. <laughs> his name is Ebon Moss Backrack. Okay. Have you heard of him? Nah. He plays cousin on the bear. Cousin. Yeah. He's not even this guy's cousin. He's like he was just friends with his brother, and he's uh, he just calls him cousin. So uh, nah, I forget. Be. I forget his. Is there another name. movie? Um. He was on Andor, the new Star Wars TV show. Okay. He came out last year. He was in The Punisher. Yes, He okay. was The Punisher's friend who does tech stuff for him. I think his name was Tech. The Punisher, like the series? Yes, the series. Oh, okay, with, uh, okay, okay. John Bernthal. Okay, we're getting somewhere. No problem. That yes. sounds exciting, though. No? Yeah, but I'm a big fan of this guy. Uh, yeah. Excellent actor. Mm? Oh, yeah. Okay. That I like him a good. lot. Uh, so, yes. The two, like, people have a problem with Pedro Pascal mm. and Joseph Quinn. And people seem to love Vanessa Kirby and Ebon Moss Backrack. You know, uh, but you know what? I, I have faith in the, the casting department uh, mm. at Marvel. You know, mm. hopefully, uh, you know, things go well. And I have faith in, like I'm saying, these actors are trying to break it in. So they should work hard, do their best. Yes. Work. And then we have a, a rumor not confirmed mm-hmm. right but not confirmed possibly possibly they're lining up Javier Bardem to be Galactus Javier hmm. are you familiar with them tell me about I'm, Javier <laughs> I'm trying to think um, I'm trying to think what you would know he was Salazar I, in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies Salazar's Revenge give me some other movies there okay um he was the bad guy in No Country for Old Men, the assassin. The assassin? And okay, okay. Anyway, cool. Right. He's Javier, <laughs> he could be a bad guy. And what's the bad guy's role he's playing? So Galactus is a planet eater. Yes. You, you remember Yes. Him? Wasn't he reporting to the Silver Surfer or no, something? No, the Silver Surfer is his uh, minion. Yeah, that's what I said. There's, sorry, so the Silver Surfer is reporting to Galactus. Galactus, yes. So he, it's not necessarily the Silver Surfer. He has yeah. a bunch of uh, yeah. heralds. He's got a, lot, a bunch of Silver Surfers. They go yes. out. They go out and they, they find, find a planet for him to eat. For sure. Because he can't eat every planet. Yeah, uh, yeah. Certain planets are... They, too, they don't agree with this. Yeah, they don't agree with him. So <laughs> he don't they, want no yeah. Mars. He sends out these heralds to like... Mm. Uh, you know, scout. Mm, so mm. it just the most popular one is the Silver Surfer, but yeah. apparently they're not doing the Silver Surfer for this movie. Oh, yes, so we'll but see. You can expect maybe a sort of herald of the similar features, maybe having a board, no, or no, no, some no. sort All of, of them are, are weapon that has. But like the the mechanisms, the mechanics must be similar. You know, it must be made of something. No, you, know, you don't think it'll be. <laughs> it's just the Silver Surfer. His race of people looked like that. Oh, okay. It's, okay. it's not Galactus doing that. He oh, just gave him power too. Oh, okay. So he's right. saving like one specimen from each universe and sending mm. them out to go and scope no, out other. Um, Silver Surfer made a deal with Galactus that oh. if 
you don't eat my planet i'll become your hero oh okay okay mm. so there was probably some other people who made some deals too then. yeah i bet no or problem. if he just likes you he'll make you a hero <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this guy who, who doesn't agreeably digest mars might like you <laughs> yeah uh, you know you have a good personality <laughs> Keep you're a cool fun dude you know i, I think i'd be i'd be friends with galactus i i rate Mr. Galactus, what other uh, trailers did you watch this week? All right. <laughs> <laughs> this week we got the Deadpool trailer from the Super Bowl. Well, we, a lot of them are just um so the Super Bowl is a time where mm. studios premiere their big movies mm. for the year. Mm. Right? I remember like one of my favorite ones is when the Civil War trailer, mm. you know, is like Yes, yes. Uh, I thought he's my friend Tony and he's like so was I. You. That one. Yeah. <laughs> it made the heart beat, bro. But yes, and um, imagine in the crowd full of people, you know, everyone watching that. Yeah. yeah. So the Deadpool trailer came out this mm. week, the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer. Mm. Okay, nice. Your thoughts nice. on it? Cuz we just uh, watched it before we Deadpool, started recording. <laughs> I like uh, I like Deadpool, my favorite guys, you know. I was just saying it'll be nice to watch some other previous Deadpools to catch up. Yeah, but, uh, we'll definitely do that. Yeah, and uh, X-Men, X-Men. I have no wait, beef wait, with wait, X-Men. Wait, 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 oh. wait. We we're still talking about Deadpool. Oh, okay, sure. Um, so it looks like he's joining the TVA. Are you familiar with the TVA? Who's the, the TVA? They're from the Loki TV show. But they essentially, they keep time in check. Okay. If there's a person going through time and oh. making a, a mess of things, yeah. they go and sort that person yes, out. Yes, yes, yes. So at the end of the second Deadpool, he gets this machine that mm. lets him go through time. Mm. So I assume this is the repercussions oh. of that. Okay. They, they're arresting him and they're sending him on a mission. Mm. So okay. uh, based on the trailer, I don't really uh, I can't tell what's going to happen mm. which is the sign of a good trailer for me because mm. there's a lot of trailers that will just tell you what's going to mm. happen in the fucking movie bro mm. there's they <laughs> just watch the trailer it's, it's enough <laughs> you'll know everything they put every uh, yeah, twist and turn yeah. in the trailer and you're like what's what's the point of even watching the yeah. movie yeah yeah but yes so i enjoyed that trailer oh. i don't know how much i'm going to enjoy the movie i'm not a fan of deadpool oh. i don't find him funny i think he's very irritating he's got that deadpan mm-hmm. humor mm. well uh, whatever what about it is. ryan reynolds are you a fan of ryan <sighs> not recently not recently i don't like free guy that Red was notice. the worst movie of the year it Red came notice. out Red Notice sucked. Uh, wow. Okay, then. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> no, no, I like the first Deadpool. The first Deadpool was excellent, right? Yeah. The second one was not that good. So, you know. Okay. But, well, look, uh, we'll watch them again and we'll see how you feel. Maybe your feelings might have changed. Fair enough. Fair mm. enough. I just think they did so much with so little on that first mm. Deadpool movie. It, mm. was, it was just a... Um, I don't want to say a masterpiece mm. but it was uh, a technical marvel. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, the next trailer uh, we watched is the Godzilla X Kong the New Empire. Yes, Papa. Which I'm definitely going to mistakenly call Godzilla vs Kong. Because, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know when yeah. I showed up to you, well, I'm, I'm telling like, the listeners when I showed up to your house and I was talking about it, I'm like, "Yo, Godzilla vs Kong, Godzilla vs Kong." Yeah. <laughs> then we put it on and it's like that's not the name. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <laughs> because yes. you're the one who explained to me. I'm like, "Oh, 
Godzilla versus Kong, didn't they fight already? And now you're saying they're fighting something else. So yes. the X might be, you know, they teaming up, joining. So we'll say Godzilla and Kong. Yeah. How did you feel about the trailer? Um, I think it's a nice movie for like the cinematics and stuff. Yeah. And the way it looks, it'll be good to watch yeah. in the IMAX. Yes. But Ooh, I don't know God. about a whole storyline. You this know, this is gonna the, go crazy. In it, IMAX. it could be. It could be a good storyline. It could be decent. But at the end of the day, it'll be an enjoyable film to just watch. Yes. You know, because of everything. Yeah. But you know how I was just talking about. Uh, <laughs> Uh, giving the whole game away in the trailer. Mm. I think this movie gave it all away. Mm. I think I can tell you pretty much how it's gonna go based mm. on this trailer. Mm. Like we see Godzilla with the red, uh, you know, scales. Mm. I think that's because there's something wrong. There's a new like yeah. ice. Ice, uh, like you went to another universe and found your counterpart, you know. Yes. And your counterpart happens to be evil. Then <laughs> that, fight. then that ice thing beats him. Mm. Then he gets some power up and he turns blue again. Mm. And then that blue is what defeats. Uh, yeah. the thing. But anyway, like we, you know, some movies, like we're saying, it's not about the story. Yeah, it's about. The it's spectacle. just about uh, you yeah. want to see it's, what's going on. It's similar to going to a concert. Like mm. you know the songs, but it's mm. about the performance. It's about the vibes. It's yeah. about being in the, mm. like That's in true. the moment. So I think similarly, the Godzilla vs Kong. Even though I can see the the plot uh, like a mile away, uh, yeah. I would love to see this in IMAX. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? It would be nice. Uh, yeah. A bit of yeah. a spoiler. This is my favorite of the the trailers that we're discussing today. Godzilla vs. Yeah. And Kong, sorry. Not yeah. <laughs> Godzilla <laughs> x Kong, the new empire. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, okay. I think I'm most excited for that. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Then after that, we have the X-Men 97 trailer. Yes. A continuation of the 90s X-Men TV show. Mm. And uh, I was very excited when I first saw there was a cartoon and they just ended with that last bit of the cartoon that we remember from the 70s, I mean the 90s. (laughs) And then, you know, bam, there was another cartoon. So it looks like a top quality production, I think. Yes. What do you think? Yes, I just wanted to say I think they're trying to make it seem as if though Professor X died, mm. and I would bet any amount of money <laughs> this guy not dead. he like faked his death oh. because like in the comics he's faked his death like five times. He, <laughs> he's constantly it's like, bro. It's, he's constant like mm. it's you know if there's a reason to do it yeah. like maybe you being hunted or something. Yeah. Yeah. He under no <laughs> <laughs> under no threat. Professor <laughs> X has faked his death. Shit is muscle coil. It's like shit. Up to the next. Oh, they, they kind of mad at me. Trying to fake my death. <laughs> you know, hey, it's a nice plan. I like it. Uh, but mm. yes, uh, that's the first thing. Second thing, I'm so excited for this. Uh, mm. I'm a big fan of the X Men. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just unfortunate the last couple of X-Men movies have been garbage, mm-hmm. you know. Um, in the, uh, I grew up with the, the movies mm. as a child. I remember I have all of them on... V- DVD. No, 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 no. VHS. You, <laughs> you, you. Do you ever play it for that, bruh? Or are you just keeping it for no, golden no, old days? No, I, I don't have a VHS anymore, but I'm oh. just saying... Uh, yeah, you used to. Used to. Uh, I like it. I dig Actually, it. I don't know. I should go uh, check, check my, the garage at my yeah. parents' house. They might yeah. have it still. Mm-hmm. But yes, um, I remember going to see X-Men 3 in uh, Eastgate. Mm. And 
it was a very very hot day mm. and it burnt the film so oh. we uh we got a refund and oh, we had to come another day oh, <laughs> because <laughs> yeah as it is yes yeah, so uh i'm a big fan of the x men like mm. i said i just think they've been done very dirty in the past couple of years and also uh, since i've gotten more into the x men i realize how dirty those movies did scott mm. scott is like the captain america of the x men and mm. he's just like a chump in these movies bro mm. it's uh monster cyclops man yeah cyclops yeah. uh you know he says to me my ex men yeah, because uh, he's the leader he's <laughs> the you know obviously charles xavier is the leader leader but he's the guy in the field but at this point you know it doesn't seem like it you know maybe that's why he's always fighting to get his girl jean grey back from yeah. <laughs> because you would think that the main that's guy thing, is yeah. wolverine you know yes. but he has to go against wolverine and show that i'm the leader you know so hmm. sure so very excited for that as well All right. But cool. yes, that's coming in March. Mm. So very soon. Mm. Uh yeah. Then uh the next bit of news I saw this week is the Sora AI. Mm. What is that? Tell me. So it's photorealistic videos. Right? Okay. So a few months ago we were speaking about AI and I said, mm. well, it's not there yet we mm. it's going to be t- it's going to take a long while till we get like mm. <laughs> that and here we are a few months later <laughs> now they're still like you know you can see they have extra fingers mm. and stuff but it's so close you know what, like what what's the the ai trying to do it's making a photo so come alive it like if i put in a prompt with my voice mm. pool on a hot day it mm. will animate a pool Oh, on a hot okay. day right okay. uh and it can do up to 1 minute of uh you know animation oh okay that's pretty cool it's it's cool but oh. it's also anti art right what is the oh. point of art right yeah, yeah. it's to see a a creative create something mm. if a machine is doing it it's not the same it's so beyond our just try and like you know tell the machine and then let the machine give me a basic idea and then I'd go to an artist and let the artist perfect it you know yeah l- listen i'm not against ai mm. right i'm mm. just saying like if they made a movie using ai mm. i wouldn't watch it mm. because that's not the point of a movie mm. right that's there needs uh, to be some creativity and creativity is only comes from human yeah, beings human ingenuity yeah. you know yeah. uh, and obviously actual artist drawings mm. were so an ai is just taking older images mm. right and creating a new image from those old images mm. so it's taken actual artist work mm. already and is printing something it out mm. it's not its own mm. genuine thing it's yeah. taking something else and remixing it mm. so again it's anti art but i think it, i thought it was so cool seeing these videos this week mm. that it's so photorealistic realistic mm. it's cool but you know that I'm against the idea of it yeah but yeah well let's see how it goes you said it's still some time away so we'll see yeah. when it comes you know who knows it might be useful it might not be mm. but uh, yeah only time will tell okay what else did you hear in the news bro so the next thing i'm reading this from apnews.com in a story by emma barrows okay Alexei Navalny's spokesperson confirmed Saturday that the Russian opposition leader had died at a remote Arctic penal, penal colony saying he was murdered but it was unclear where his body was as his family and friends searched for answers 
Lavelle in his death at age 47, which I don't know he was age 47. I thought he was older. That's uh, relatively young, right? Mm-hmm. Has deprived the Russian opposition of its most well-known and inspiring politician less than a month before an election that will give President Vladimir Putin another six years in power. Although neither the imprisoned anti-corruption crusader nor other Kremlin critics were in a position to challenge Putin for the presidency, the loss of Navalny was a crushing blow to Russians who had pinned their future hopes on Putin's seemingly indefatigable foe, which is a word I'd never heard of before. Mm. <laughs> indefatigable. But <laughs> I assume it's like they can't be fatigued. Mm. Uh, it also prompted questions about what killed him. Russian officials told the politicians' team Saturday that the cause of Navalny's death had not been yet established and that the results of a new investigation would be released next week, said Navalny spokesperson Kira Yamsh. Navalny's mother was told that the body would not be released until those investigations were complete, she said. The decision has prompted speculation that the Russian authorities may be keen to hold on to the body in an attempt to cover up potential foul play. Quote, They're driving us around in circles and covering their tracks, Yamsh said. A note handed to Navalny's mother stated that he died at 2.17pm Friday, according to Yamsh. Prison officials told his mother when she arrived at the penal colony Saturday that her son had perished from sudden death syndrome, <laughs> which Ivan Zhadov, the director of Navalny's anti-corruption foundation, wrote on X, formerly known as Twitter. So, thoughts? Hey, man. Uh, sounds like... Uh I don't know. Not that's really. All right. Yeah. What do you think? Similarly, I don't have too much information, right? Mm. But what I do know is that this Navalny guy is a right winger. Mm. He's a ghoulish right winger. He mm. like, he speaks about Muslims and he he compares them to cockroaches and they need oh to be God. stamped out, right? Mm. So he's not a good guy either, mm. right? Putin is a bad guy. Mm. That doesn't mean somebody who's in opposition to him is automatically a good guy. Mm. It's good that he was against Putin, mm. but he was also a bad person in his own right. right? Mm. So I'm not saying his death was a good thing or like, mm. you know, I'm not. A, I'm just saying he should not be viewed as a hero for being anti-Putin. Right. Mm. That being said, this serves as a terrible reminder of how evil Putin is. In a free country, you can criticize the government without fear of retaliation. You know, acts like this show Russian Russia for what it is, which is mm. a dictatorship. Mm. So, yeah. It's a bit hectic, man. Now, yeah. if I had some more time, I would have watched the... There was a documentary about him called Navalny, mm. which was very big a few years ago, but I totally missed it. Mm. Right? Uh, I do want to watch it this weekend mm. uh, and report back next week mm. <laughs> and we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see if, like, my opinion changes of him or mm. maybe I, I heard wrong information mm. now I, I was, you know, uh, I do also want to do my other research, mm. not just this documentary, but mm. yeah. Okay. This next story I'm reading from the Daily Maverick, but the original story is from Bloomberg.com written by Anthony Squazen and Michael J. Kavanaugh, right? South Africa will deploy 2,900 troops to help fight armed groups in the East of Democratic Republic of Congo as part of a Southern African Development Community Initiative. The cost of the year-long deployment will be just over 2 billion rand, the South African presidency said in a statement on Monday. 
The deployment of troops from uh, SADC comes as United Nations peacekeepers, which included South African soldiers, prepare to withdraw from the troubled region and an East African force exit after tensions with Congo's president. Uh, I think I. Oh, Congo's president Felix Tshisekedi. Sorry if I <laughs> butchered his name there, right? Quote, the obligation to contribute troops is borne by all SADC member states, the presidency said. SADC is a 16-member group of countries including Congo. The presidency didn't say how the deployment, which will be in place until 15 December, will be funded, but said it won't affect the usual operations of the South African National Defense Force. Tanzania and Malawi are also contributing soldiers to the force known as SAMIDRC. SADC troops began arriving in December and are already involved in operations against the M23 rebel group, Congo has said. Congo says M23, which is led mainly by Congolese members of the Tutsi group, is supported by neighboring Rwanda. United Nations experts say members of the Rwandan Defense Force also provide support to the group in Congo. Rwanda denies backing the group. M23 says it's protecting Tutsis from discrimination in Congo and fighting Rwandan rebels in the country who have links to the perpetrators of the 1994 Rwandan genocide. Right? So once again, like the Navalny situation, I'm not going to pretend like I'm an expert on this, right? But this does not seem like a productive use of our resources. Mm. Uh, like I said, in the case of the Russia-Ukraine war and with Israel's genocide of Palestinians, we need to pursue for peace. We should be sending diplomats to ease the tensions between parties and eventually broker peace. Spending two billion rand while the country faces so many problems is unconscionable. Last week we spoke about uh, the 800 doctors that uh, mm. aren't employed by the government. Yeah. This, <laughs> you know, in fact, you could send those doctors there, you know. There must be some injured people who might need help. Yes, 100%. Mm. It's... Uh, there's always money for war. There's never money for mm. schools. There's never money for, like, uh, employing doctors. There's never yeah. money for, yeah. Let's take a moment of silence for never enough money for. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what's next, bro? All right. So, can we get into the context for the movie? Yeah. Yeah. So this movie, well, I don't have much context. I'm mm. unfamiliar with the director. Mm. Uh, he wrote and directed this. I'm unfamiliar with the story of this family. Yeah. Uh, I, I also had never heard of anything about the family, you mm. know. So it was a bit surprising yes. for me too. Very eye-opening story. Mm. Mm. I I love wrestling, mm. but I the thing is I don't watch it all the time, so I don't mm. follow all the stories and mm. you know that kind of thing. But uh, when I do watch it, I have a great time. Mm. So, mm. Mm. <laughs> yes, the only bit of context that I can uh, contribute is that this is distributed by A24. Do you know A24? Do you know A24? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should tell me. So, we've mm. covered many A24 movies on this yes. podcast before, right? Yeah. We were speaking about this the other day, Bo is Afraid. Mm. We covered mm. that on the podcast. Mm. A24 is a very good independent... Yeah. Uh, Studio film distribution yeah. company right okay so okay. what they do is they go to uh, movie festivals like mm. venice or mm. turf for new york and their independent directors will premiere their movie there mm. so they may have gotten their the money to make the movie from like 
a grant from a government or like mm. they took out a loan or mm. whatever however they got the money now they sell they selling it mm. a24 is very good at you know finding those excellent movies and mm. then you know distributing them mm. uh so yes i'm a big fan of a24 uh, okay. as we've covered on this podcast uh, many many times mm. <laughs> but yes uh so yeah 24 the bo- bo- this movie brought to you by a24 right yes Thank you. Mm. So, let's talk about the movie. Mm. Hey, how did you like the trailer, bro? From the trailer. You know when I see based on the true story, that yeah. always gets me a little bit excited, you know. I don't know. I don't care. No. You know. It's, matter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, change it however little or mm. much you want, you know, mm. like uh I just want to see a good story told yeah. well, right? If okay. if you need to change some details about it or you know i'm totally fine with that we mm. um i think i mentioned this in the oppenheimer episode mm. where nolan he moves certain things around and certain dates around mm. you know to make it a better story mm. i trust the director that they know how to tell a story so they're going to mm. you know mm. well that yeah. doesn't mean i don't have my criticisms but mm. <laughs> you know i uh, yeah so my thoughts in the movie I love the acting in this movie. Okay, yes. Right. I definitely agree. I like the cast too. Hmm. Zack, Zacky Boy. Yes. Well, that's the thing. Based on the reviews I've been reading, I'm seeing a lot of praise for Zack Efron, mm. which is absolutely deserved, right? Mm. He's phenomenal in this movie. And, and I like Lip too. I don't know what's his name, his but His name is Jeremy Allen White. Yes, but yes. I just know him as Lip. He was looking good there. Yeah. He's uh, also on the bear. Yeah, Speaking of yes, yes. Ebon Mosbacher. Right? Yes, yes. Yes. He's the cousin of Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> the bear. It's not about that bear that had a bunch of cocaine. That's cocaine bear. Oh. No. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. The bear, the cooking one. Yes, it's oh, okay, a, he's okay. a chef. His yes. name is Carmine Bezzano. Yeah, right. Actually. So, so they call him the bear based on his surname. Oh, okay, okay, right. okay. Actually, now I dig it. So. Um, it's a much more serious role than I would associate with Zac Efron, right? Mm, like obviously mm. we know him from uh high school, high school musical, musical, but then like comedies like uh Neighbors and mm, um The Bad Neighbors, yeah. What's the with the rock Baywatch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We I I normally associate him with mm. comedies. So seeing him in such a serious role is I'm I'm glad and he had a whole new accent too, you yes. know. It wasn't like yeah. he just put on his normal face and yeah. went. He had to change a lot of things about him. Mm. Mm. You know, um last week I was speaking about Jason Statham. Mm. This is a good uh example of an actor getting out of their comfort zone, yes. trying something new, mm. and I like to see that, you know, mm. uh because it's it's obviously easy to be in your comfort zone. It's mm. easy to just keep on doing the same shit, but mm. uh to step out, put yourself out there, mm. you know, it's it's brave. Yeah. And the and the father too. The yes. father's dope <laughs> F. The next thing yeah. I wanted to Look, he's not a dope F father, but like his acting yes. skills. <laughs> yeah. The, the acting his yeah. name is Holt McElhaney. Yes. He's uh in a lot of David Fincher things. Have mm. you seen um uh fuck, what's that detective show? Damn it. A Mindhunter. Yes. He's from yes. Mindhunter. Yes, yes, he he's is. He's the yes, co-detective yes. in Mindhunter. Mm, mm. But he's also from Fight Club. Mm. So yes. Oh. Right. <laughs> so like I said, he's a frequent collaborator with David Fincher. I Yeah. 
he was my stand out for this movie honestly mm. he, <laughs> he was mm. so good at it right mm. and he's so good at showing the singular minded thinking of the father mm. right that's a nice way to say it because he was truly singular minded he just wanted that title <laughs> and that's oh boy there was a point where the two boys had to decide he said fuck it flip a coin i don't yeah. care as long as we come home with that thing yeah. bro oh my god hey. right uh the two lesser known brothers david and michael mm. uh and kevin's wife played by lily james were perfectly mm. serviceable as well mm. you know like i said they mm. they didn't do bad they didn't do excellent it mm. was just you know very they were good yeah. right what i didn't like is how little screen time jeremy allen white and moratini had the moratini is the mother mm. both of them they they big actors but they were given so little to do mm. you know i i believe jeremy allen white could have given a a much better performance mm. you know I, like from lip and from the bear we know mm. he's much better than what but he gave in this movie i i have a feeling like in this movie maybe the focus wasn't on him because him especially oh, yes, yes. whenever there was an interesting scene yeah. coming up they would just cut it out and but then i'd be like ah oh, You know, I want to see what this guy's mm-hmm. gonna do. So I, I agree with that. He could have used some of screen time. But definitely. he's he's yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say he's not the main focus mm-hmm. in Shameless as well. Mm-hmm. But because that character is so fleshed out, he mm-hmm. has a chance to shine, mm-hmm. right? Um, yes, Moratini as well. Uh, just as the mother, she's always just like praying or like yeah, just so mm-hmm. little time. Like, We never find out what her thoughts on the situation are. Well, to be honest, Zack says everything perfectly in the opening lines of the movie, you know, saying that, you know, his mother would uh, fight them off with the the god and the father would help them with wrestling. Mm. So, you know, that's all every time like you said we see her or she something needs to happen, she's either praying or she's hiding or she's crying, you know. Yeah. Mm. Which Maybe that's what the mother is really like, mm. but I just think it was a waste of an actor of Moratini's mm. caliber. That uh, maybe they know. just had some extra money, so like mm. we'll put it there. Yeah, <laughs> right. Lastly, with the actors, I really enjoyed the Ric Flair cameo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's a song, and the first time, like when if you ask me to sing the song, I can sing it for you. But like when I heard that Ric Flair go uh, woo on a bitch, <laughs> that's a, no, that one. Uh, where he's like, I've got 25 women waiting in the limousine outside, waiting on me. And, you know, uh, like, I don't know if it's the same Ric Flair I've heard in the song, you know, or what. But uh, just when I heard that scene, I lost my mind. Uh, because I've heard it in the song and I was like, I did not know where this was from. Who said this? And then when I was like, ah, it's Ric Flair. Even, you know, now I know. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. I like that. So the actor doesn't have a Wikipedia page, so I couldn't see what else, mm. you know, they done. But I hope to see him in the future. That was mm. a very good performance. <laughs> just like a one scene role. Uh. And it was, he just stole the show for me. Mm. He was so good, right? Mm. Next. This is a really beautiful movie, mm. right? And I give a lot of credit to the cin- cinematography for that. Mm. And the places they choose to shoot. Mm. You know, like those mm. those nice fields and mm. like uh and all the the gyms and the arenas and the rings, you know. Yes. Yeah, there was a lot of really good framing, well. yes. Yeah. So, mm. you know, especially when it's like dark and there's nobody mm. there, the empty ring with the light on. Mm. That was a very mm. arresting visual, mm. right? Um So yeah. Also last week we spoke about the constant cutting, mm. right? And this week is the opposite of that. 
we get these extended long shots that make you feel immersed in the action mm-hmm. and it's not like uh, you know it's not just in the ring with mm-hmm. the fighting when we also see the youngest brother performing music it mm-hmm. makes you feel like you were at that party mm-hmm. you know like watching this guy play that's I don't know bro maybe that feels for you <laughs> <laughs> for me it feels like I was just starting to watch this guy perform and then cut you know yeah. or this guy was about to get in an accident and then cut you know mm. whatever's happening i don't like that just cutting me off you know mm. i want to see things through Fair but enough. i understand that pulls nice tension too you know mm. and uh, it also leaves you thinking what happened what's next you mm. know what happened what's next mm. yeah i also want to say there was a very confusing timeline to this mm. movie because this takes place over the course of like 20 years I want to say mm. maybe even longer oh, yeah. but nobody ages you know yeah, like uh, yeah. like yeah. well to be honest I didn't even notice the the, <laughs> <laughs> the timeline until you mentioned because I remember there was a big you know it says what state they in where they are and yeah. then in the corner it just has the date yeah. so I wouldn't really pay attention mm. to the date but 20 years is a long time for all of them yeah you are so like when we with the father you know when the father mm. was a uh, first wrestling mm. in the beginning yeah. that's like in the 60s mm. and then we pick up in the 70s 76 mm. so that was 16 years already mm. i i don't want to count that mm. the next thing we do is like 85 yeah. and then we end up in the 90s so yeah. uh, all in all it's time. like more like 30 35 years <laughs> so <laughs> right um but i also with those things in the corner mm. it was kind of throwing me off like uh because they all look the same as they mm. looked when they were first introduced right i think what way you got thrown off i was only picking up because i only noticed that the timeline has gone because of the way that they were behaving you know at first the for example the the kid was on crutches and then later you know he was walking and then later he was running you know then later he was in the ring trying to do more so uh, like seeing some of their progressions made me realize that oh this is actually taking them a couple of years to get through mm. whatever it is mm-hmm. and that lady also had many babies i think her babies were also the timeline for me because you know when the bro- the first brother they got married then they had a baby mm. then you know something else happened a major event there was another baby mm. then the final event there was a third baby you know so mm. yeah that helped me the lady's babies mm. there was a lot going on <laughs> right <laughs> right Um yeah. talking about the music you know when I was saying the younger brother mm. performing the score in this movie is really excellent right mm. the low trumpets adds a lot to the ambiance of the movie mm. these songs i could take or leave right mm. but that being said i think the songs worked for the movie mm. like i didn't like the songs yeah but it They made were. it made sense in mm. the context of the movie mm. which you know that's what movies should be doing yeah, <laughs> they, sure. they shouldn't be catering yeah. to everybody's yeah. music needs they should be yes i especially like the begin begin you mm. yeah but uh that's an excellent song <laughs> and uh, i think the the outro song was also nice as well i remember that last scene with Zack and these kids yes. yo i was tearing well, up and then I was, the song yeah. just hit me yeah. i was like yes yeah I wasn't tearing up I was full on crying <laughs> hey, I was uh, <laughs> like you know it's bad as the whole movie I'm watching and I'm watching and I'm like I I can feel this is a cool story but like where's it going and then at the end I was like it doesn't matter where it's going it's here now yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> 
right. Mm. Uh, so I think the the core mm. of this movie mm. is about conditional love, mm. right? Yeah, that's. Mm. And I think you're you're a psychiatrist, right? No. Okay. But a mental wellness counselor, yeah, sure. Okay, but I'm saying you can speak more to this, right? Yeah, sure. That we can. that uh, the father, even like saying. Okay, he's my favorite, and mm. then this, and then this. Yes, that yes. that is fucking them up, right? Yeah, that is sure. the cause of all their problems. Mm. So you know, in the movie they say there's a curse, mm. and you even said it earlier. Yeah. There's a curse. Mm. I really don't think there's a curse. I mm. think it's this man, and his single-mindedness, right? Yeah. Him. Him, you know, tying yeah, he his. He was the point of the curse. Yes, yeah. his, him tying his love of yeah. wrestling to the love of his children mm. is what caused all of them to die. Mm. Not all of them, uh, mm. Zac Efron didn't die, but mm. um, most of them. Yes. So you said you wanted to speak about the the deaths, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think this would be a good place yeah. to do that, right? Yeah, because you're right in that sense. That, that I like, like I said, I like the way you said it. That man's single, single-mindedness. You know, he only thought about the the wrestling, and that's not right to put the wrestling and make it love, and then put that condition on your children too. Mm. You're right the way you said the order in which and that order can change you know so his life can change as well mm. and it was very sad to watch the whole movie and to see at, till the end his love didn't change you know he mm. was still only caring about wrestling he was still fighting with those people about selling the place mm. so yeah uh, that was uh, very sad and unfortunately he's the only guy who didn't die if he died <laughs> 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 you know the movie might yes. have been much better. Oh, I think knows? it also speaks to <laughs> narcissism, right? Yeah, yeah. He's so obsessed with That's himself true. and his idea of wrestling. Mm. He doesn't realize that his youngest son is a talented musician. Mm. You know, like he said, he plays mm. violin, piano, mm. uh, some other thing. Yeah, right? like uh, that's, that's true. That's very talented. You know, mm. you should nurture that. You should mm. encourage your your mm. children to you know support their dreams. Mm. This guy, <laughs> he was only supporting one dream, and it was his own dream. Yes. So definitely yes. very narcissistic. So yes, that unfair expectations is what killed Michael, the youngest one. He mm-hmm. he overdosed on pills. Yes, and that's true. He got hurt uh, on his back, mm. right? Which is why he had those pills in the first mm. place because he was, you know, forced to wrestling. Yeah. Right. So that's definitely on the father, the first one. Mm. The the next death was the no no that I'm not doing them in order I'm going from youngest to oh. oldest uh, yeah but then the next two I know for sure suicide yes so well, no, no, suicide no. By the one wasn't a suicide the brother he was he was sick right oh yes yes that's right there was he, something wrong with his the brother he was went vomiting. to Japan yes yes but we see him vomiting blood yeah yeah and. I don't know. Is that's this not a good sign, bro? That's <laughs> that's like yes. you need to intervene, bro. And this yeah. guy just said, "Nah, it's fine. I need to go back to this wrestling." Yeah, but Man, that shit. also stems from the father, right? Mm, the father, true. they that's they true. told him, "If you don't win in Tokyo, you're mm. gonna you have to forget about the mm. winning the world championship." So mm. that again, undue pressure on him mm. is what forced him to play. Not yeah, play, he uh, was overexerting himself definitely. to wrestle with the injury yeah. and. There we go. He died as well. 
then mm. the exact same thing happens to uh, Lup mm. he uh, but I could see that one coming from much further away yeah because yeah. he was doing cocaine he was but his was still like slowly progressing and progressing and when I got to the point where he was about to slip over he called his brother and his brother could have been there to help him and the brother called the father and the father was useless boy that's what I'm saying <laughs> if anything the only death one death could have benefited this entire family eh? imagine if this guy died and they all had to live with the mom they could have been all holy boys no problem bro. no but look it's if one child dies mm. you learn a lesson yeah you say okay Yo, this kind of it's, it's my fault i was mm. putting too much pressure mm. but if you but this is the thing if you don't take responsibility mm. if you say hey it's this curse mm. that's mm. uh you don't change your mm. your behavior mm. the curse gives him a way out to mm. to not uh take responsibility yeah. right and the reason why Zac Efron it's not going to happen to his child is not because he changed the name mm. it's because he's an empathetic father mm. to to his children well even then it took him a- okay something happened that fucked up the recording <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about the curse yes right yes. if he he's project he's Okay, uh sorry. The last thing I said was Zac Efron. Mm. He there is no curse because he's an empathetic father. So mm. the same thing won't won't happen. You know, he's the only one who who was there to see what happened. Mm. You know, he he's the only one who said, "Hey, you're being too hard on Mikey. Mm. You're, you know, you're doing this or doing that." He tried to stand up for them, Shane, right? Yes. He really did, but it really wasn't enough for that father because mm. again he's and, only focused on himself and the thing wants. is he's the child right mm. you can't expect the child to be the mature one yeah. you expect the adult to be the mm. the the level headed mature person mm. so you know i empathize with that family and mm. uh, what they went you know they went through right yeah how did you feel about the characterization I think that the characters are pretty good. I like uh, all the people. It was a bit dark and brooding some of the roles they had to play, but they all played them quite well. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. Similarly, like we are speaking about Zac Efron's empathy. Mm. I think that's what adds so much to this performance that mm. it's like it's understated but it's also like so sweet so mm. like uh you know like you'd love to have this guy as a big brother mm. you know <laughs> yeah, that's true um he was very supportive he was yes. like more yeah. unconditional love than yes. this conditional and the thing love. is he was mm. passed over every time right mm. um mm. the his name is david he yeah. he's the first one who uh got the title shot. Yeah. And he was the older one and he was passed over mm. and he just made sense he like he was like he sat down and took that humbly every time. Yes. They were like your brother's needs to do this. He just said I bet yes sir. And yes he, sir. Yes, and he's the one who basically stood up for not stood up for the brothers. He was there mm. to support them regardless mm. of how he felt. Mm. So yes. Zac Efron and the father are the two total opposites and I love that how this movie played out. Mm, that's right? true. And another point I want to make, I love that uh wrestling is real. 
Yeah, you know, for sure. People, for sure. For sure. people love to come up to me and say, Presh, wrestling is not real. Fuck you, hell. Zac Efron explained it in this movie. You know, it's about the crowd, how they respond to you. Yeah. You become the yeah. best by being the, mm. you know. You get the most responses. It's based and on merit. Yeah. It's, uh, it's real. Wrestling is real. The, what I will say is real about wrestling is the injuries. Yes. Because I can see that no matter how much you practice or perform this thing anything can happen and you'll be injured mm. so when they used to warn us about the wwe you know they were right. do not try this at home mm. you know these are done by professionals it does take a professional to jump off a ladder into a cage you know yes. and slam someone so these guys they do a real good job yes wrestling mm. is real that's the main point of this movie mm. don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and to Just be honest like i said in the beginning when you see uh, this uh, uh, inspired by a true story or something it's nice to see because now you know for real wrestling is real and the story behind this wrestling is also uh, it's a touching and deep story too because the whole family bro the whole family was invested in this mm. except the one lady you know but well, the rest of them the sure. one guy he was a discus player mm, so mm. and like the Olympics you know that, that sorry shame. to go back the monologue with the father mm. when he's like I wouldn't w- wish wrestling all on you. you know? He's like, bro. <laughs> this man is a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it too, man. When he's sure. like, uh, you know, it's your decision. And he kept yeah. on saying that. Uh, yeah. He's such a piece of shit. But that's what a narcissist does. They're also master manipulators, you know. Mm. So he was very good at manipulating them to thinking that, nah, this is our choice. We'll do this for our family, you know. Mm. Yeah. But too much responsibility placed on that that gold belt. I'm sure it never weighed so heavy on that entire family. Mm. Even when they were holding it above their heads, all three of them stood in the ring, happy. But for two minutes, he was proud, and then after that, he was back to the next goal. You know. Mm. But yeah, yeah, wrestling is real. I <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my last point on the mm. movie. Why uh, would you give this movie? So this is the thing. I can see how technically well made it is. Mm. I can see the the craft. Mm. Uh, so I'm gonna give it an eight. An eight. But yeah. I did not like this movie. Yeah. I found it so like upsetting. Mm. So uh, yeah, that's just the word upsetting. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'd say to, I'd also give it like a six. You know, because I, I thought like there was nothing too interesting about the movie, mm. but uh, like you said, I appreciate the way it was done. Mm. And to be honest, just that last scene with Zach, yes, I'll give sorry, it 6.7. sorry, sorry, two, two, two more things I forgot yeah. to say. One is that final scene where it's yes. like. I used to be a brother, but I'm not a brother. You, you, that you killed me, you, dog. Dude, dude. I started crying. <laughs> That's outrageous. Right. But the um, the other thing I wanted to speak about is you see him when he dies, he goes down the river, mm. which is a Greek yes. uh, thing. So I wanted to ask, scene. yes, but I wanted to ask, did we see any other Greek stuff in the movie? Not really that I know. Yeah, no. that's why I think it just came out of like. I think they just needed a very generic afterlife scene. Well, so not they generic. just use that. Because that's a generic afterlife. And even the word they use, you know, they don't say death. They just say the afterlife, you know. Mm. He's he's the champion of the afterlife. 
So whatever that scene is, it's just for that scene. Mm. Two minutes. Well, okay. I, be, I yes. promise you, two minutes later they will be in hell, all of them, because they did. Oh my god! They all did messed up things, bruh. Only that little kid. Even that little kid, dude. I even forgot about him. The whole movie went on. And then they came in the last minute. And they're like, oh, is this Jack Jr.? I was like, oh, shit. No, he, this, does, he, he, he doesn't say Jack Jr. He says, Jackie. Hey, dude. <laughs> when he said Jackie, yeah. I was like, that's so funny, dude. Hey, dude. So, yeah. <gasps> Holy fuck. <laughs> that's how I feel. But anyway. But yes, that scene, like... I mm. almost cried, but yes, when Zach, uh, mm. that came after, just, mm. fuck me up. But yes. Those two best scenes, that's what I'll say. For that, I'll give my rating like a little bit extra. Maybe a seven. Mm. It could be an eight. You know, if I was really only watching that scene. <laughs> but but uh, yes, like I said, very mm. well made movie. Mm. Just not for me. Mm. Uh, and that's how things go, yeah. you know. You can make... You can be the, the yeah. sweetest peach on the tree, but some people just don't eat peaches, you know? Mm, that's true. Mm. Thank you very much. What? No. last movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Okay. Sorry. 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 the last movie, you know? Right. We, we're done with the movie, so right. let's talk about what the week lies so, for ahead. Recommendations, right? <laughs> yeah. It's been an incredibly slow week for me in terms of watching movies, so this will be quite brief. Right? Yeah. This week I watched Koyaneskatsi. Okay. It's an experiment, experimental film that depicts the relationship between people and nature. Right? Okay, there are no words. There are no words in this movie. It's ah. just a collage of videos from different situations set to an orchestral Ooh. score. Which uh, I thought that was very interesting. Then I watched it and I'm like, uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> not it like too too much. Like after about ten minutes, it gets like, okay, I've seen this now. Mm. Let's let's mm. uh, move on. But yes. The one thing I will say is Prut Igu and Prophecies, which is a, a song from that, mm. is what uh, is what's used in Watchmen mm. for the birth of Doctor Manhattan. You mm. know, dun, dun, the dun, master dun, destroyer. Da, yeah. ah, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, excellent song. I listen mm. to it a lot. Just mm. you know, randomly. Okay. Uh, so I gave it an eight. Mm. So. Again, very technically well made. Mm. Just not for me. Mm. It's very interesting that I watched this and The Iron Claw in the same week. <laughs> because, yeah. And then, the beginning of a new blank check miniseries on the films of John McTiernan. Right? Have you heard of John McTiernan? Mm-mm. Okay, well, he's most famous for Die Hard, I would say. Oh. Right, but uh, I'm very excited. He's a very excellent action director. Mm. And his first movie was Nomads. Right, it's a horror thriller about ghosts that start to haunt a photographer. Mm. I like the mood and the tone of the movie, but it's overall not a good movie. (laughs) 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 It's it's quite confusing and just slightly upsetting. Mm. Uh, Pierce Brosnan is playing a weird Frenchman for some reason. (laughs) It it doesn't even like figure into the plot at all. Like, oh, he's French, therefore this happened. Mm. It's like. Why is he French, dude? He could just be... (laughs) Yeah, I gave this movie a five. It's really not good. Mm. Like, I'm very lenient, right? Mm. I'll give you like a five for just showing up, you know? (laughs) (laughs) If you just have a camera... And you were there, bro. If if your camera is pointing directly at the thing, I'm going to give you a five, right? (laughs) You know how dog shit you have to be to get like below a five? Yeah, I'm dead. All right. (laughs) Okay. 
Uh, following this, we have the next John McTiernan movie, the mm. action classic Predator. Yes. So I've already watched this movie, but it's a pleasure to rewatch such a masterful action movie, right? Mm. Unfortunately, the CGI and certain effects don't hold up, but mm. everything else in terms of script, acting, action, mm. I give it a nine. Right. So it was right. good at at the time, you know. Now they if they did yeah, a remake, it's just it would like be certain effects, even you know? better. Yeah, yeah. Like if they redid that same movie with mm. just a handful of new effects, mm. it would be a ten, mm. easy remaster. Right. Then for the first time in a long time, mm. I watched The Daily Show, as mm. John Stewart returned to the host the show. So you may remember he was the host, and then Trevor Noah took over. Mm. Trevor Noah. Um, I think I, I don't know what he did he resigned last year I think mm. but and they haven't had a host since oh really well what they're doing is they're having like rotating hosts mm. so he comes in on Mondays now this was his first mm. episode and okay. uh, right um, in 2011 or 2012 when Comedy Central came to South Africa I started watching The Daily Show mm. you know like I would get ready then I'd wait for my auntie my auntie would take me to school mm. right uh, while I was waiting for her, I would watch The Daily Show. Mm. Right? It was Jon Stewart that got me interested in politics in the first mm. place. So, <laughs> you know, like, um, I totally forgot how excellent and funny he is. He's mm. truly one of the funniest people to ever live. Mm. I usually don't rate individual episodes of TV, mm. but this is a 10. Mm. I, I, I love him so much, I mm. forgot, you know. <laughs> you forget. <laughs> yes. I feel you. Mm. Then... This week was the final episode of season four of True Detective. Mm. I've seen a lot of people say that this has been a bad season, but I've been having a ball. Mm. Right? I've been trying to unfold the mystery and it ended in an incredibly satisfying way. Mm. Just uh, usually with, the, um, with detective shows, mm. I can usually guess the, the killer. Mm. But this one, I was like, wow, they really got me. They, mm. <laughs> you know, uh, I give the season a nine out of ten. Mm. And overall, I have True Detective as an 8 out of 10 because it's an anthology series. Mm. So every season is way different. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Okay, that sounds good. You, Speaking of True Detectives, I was watching The Rookie. I just finished it today. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. yeah, it was the only thing I've really been watching. Like I said, I really enjoyed the different scenarios. And this last scenario was just a bit weird. And, like, you know, this last season is coming down a little bit. So. Uh, I don't know if they're going to have a new season or anything is coming, but just the way it ended, it was very just uh, open-ended, you know. There was like, someone was, they have master villains on the way in the car talking about a plan, saying that they'll never know what we're going to do, and then it ends. So, (laughs) (laughs) it was a bit weird, but after this, I'm definitely going to watch some ninja, some ninja show on, on Netflix, I saw Mm, I'm ready for ninjas now. Mm. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, give a like, etc. Yeah. Importantly, needs to be a five star review. Yeah. 4.9. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to steal your tires off your car. <laughs> Not even the tires, the upcap. Yes, the upcap. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Please subscribe on Patreon to listen to our movie commentaries. Yes. You can find all our links at paysup.com. That's P A I. CIP.com. Please tell a friend. Tell that friend to tell a friend. Tell a family member. Yeah. And, and then tell them to tell you again. Yes. And uh, next week we'll be doing Madam Web. 
Yes, exciting stuff. The titular movie of Madam Webuary. The titular movie of <coughs> the Madam, yes. Okay, yes. thank you. All right, goodbye. Au <laughs> revoir. <laughs>